now. I don't know who he is behind that mask of his, but I do know when we need him. And we need him now. For some reason, the cool bars in Hollywood have to be hard to find and have to have no sign. This is the Cocktail Nation. Well, good evening. We've got a lounge special this week as we take a look at the comedy of Mort Saal this evening. We're going to be talking about jazz concerts. An interesting one that I went to the other night, which, I don't know, just didn't quite feel like it should do. Uh, we've got a deep thought for you. Look at Lounge Life magazine. And, of course, all the best uh, new lounge, neo-lounge, and exotica for you right here on The Cocktail Nation as we kick off with Dan Stein, Mr. Cool. Worldwide Harmonics and Bachelor Pad. Yeah, we've got all the Bachelor Pad hits for you right here on the Cocktail Nation. It is terrific to have you along. Theodore Shapiro coming up real soon. Stereophonic Space Sound Unlimited on the way. And of course, if you'd like to see what's going on in the Cocktail Nation penthouse, simply check out the website cocktailnation.net and you can link up with us via the socials as well. Cocktail Nation. This week we're taking a look at the life of comedian Mort Saal, who passed away recently. He was a comedian who confronted Eisenhower-era complacency of culture with acid stage monologues. 
delivering biting social commentary in the guise of a stand-up comedian and thus changing the nature of both stand-up comedy and social commentary. Gregarious, contentious, he was once described as a very likable guy who makes ex-friends easily. In a long up-and-down career, he faded out of popularity in the mid-60s when he devoted his time to ridiculing the Warren Commission's report on the assassination of JFK. Then, over the following decades, he occasionally faded back in, but before that, he was a star and a cult hero of the intelligentsia. He had regular club dates in New York, Chicago, and San Francisco, with audiences full of celebrities. He recorded what the Library of Congress has cited as the earliest example of modern stand-up comedy on record, the album At Sunset. Though recorded in 1955, it was not released until 58, shortly after the release of his first official album, The Future Lies Ahead. By 1960, he had starred in a Broadway review, written jokes for Kennedy's presidential campaign, hosted the Academy Awards, appeared on the cover of Time, and had been cast in two movies, and later he would make a handful of others. Mozart was a self-appointed warrior against hypocrisy, who cast a sceptical eye on social trends, gender relations and conventional wisdoms of all sorts. Conformity infuriated him. In one early routine, he declared that Brooks Brothers stores didn't have mirrors because customers simply stood in front of one another to see how they looked. Sanctimony infuriated him. Liberals are people who do the right things for the wrong reasons so they can feel good for 10 minutes, he once said. But more than anything else, it was politicians who were the fuel for his anger. For that reason, he was often compared to Will Rogers, whose death in 1935 had left the field of political humour essentially barren, though Sal had none of Rogers' hominess and detested the comparison. I never met a man who I didn't like until I met Will Rogers, he once said, turning the famous Rogers line against him, despite never having met him. He described Rogers as a man who pretended to be a yokel, criticizing the intellectuals who ran the government, whereas Sal himself pretended to be an intellectual, making fun of the yokels running the government. In December 1953, Mort Sal first took the stage at the Hungry Eye, the hip nightclub in San Francisco that he helped make hip, where he would routinely be introduced as the next president of the United States. American comedy was largely defined by Bob Hope, Milton Berle, Henry Youngman, who may have been indisputably funny, but the, the rimshot gag was the prevailing form. The punchline was king, and mother-in-law insults were legendary. It was humour for a self-satisfied post-war society. Nobody saw Mortsau coming, said Gerald Nachman who wrote in his book Seriously Funny, which was a study of comedy of the 1950s and 60s, and he said, when he arrived, the revolution had not yet begun. Saul was the revolution. Walt Saul was a, a shock to the comedy system, though other groundbreaking comedians, Lee Bruce, Dick Gregory, Woody Allen, Richard Pryor among them, would pour into his wake seizing on the awareness that audiences were hungry for challenge rather than palliation. And for social commentators who took to the airwaves in the half-century after he began speaking his mind from Dick Cavett to Don Imus, Bill Maher, John Stewart, he was their flag-bearer as well. He looked different from other comics at the time. He was wearing the expected jacket and tie in favour of a more collegiate informal look in an open neck shirt and a v-neck sweater and he prepped his routines around the language of youth and jazz he was bugged he dug this or that he dated a lot of chicks he took to the stage carrying a rolled up newspaper a prop that was also a prompt in his performances he talked about anguished over and ranted at the news spinning it with a sardonic digression cryptic asides and blistering zingers I'm for capital punishment, he declared. You've got to execute people. How else are they going to learn? His own political leanings were difficult to track. The left wanted to claim him, especially early in his career, but they couldn't quite do so. If you were the only person left on the planet, 
I would have to attack you, he once said. That's my job. As you know, we have a Californian running for office, although not a San Franciscan. And uh, I started my meetings here in a cellar, just like uh, who? A German leader started in the cellar. <laughs> and ended in one, I understand. Although they keep bringing magazines back all the time that say Hitler is alive. You see a lot of those. And uh, some people look upon it with delight so that uh, we won't have to rely on new leadership because he knows the area. You know that group? <laughs> anyway, uh, San Francisco, as you know, uh, I, we have, uh, I don't know what we're best known for across the country. Uh, I guess quality television starting tonight. This is the answer <laughs> to the great debates between uh, Nixon and Kennedy and uh, Sarnoff and John Crosby. I thought of that earlier too. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're sightseeing, you know, if any of the CBS crew is sightseeing, you might want to take a look at our bridges. Uh, during the war, they were protected by the National Guard so that, uh, which now moderates at jazz festivals where students riot. That's it, right? <laughs> That's it. The National Guard, you've seen pictures of them hitting students, and it's, uh, it's a sort of a vicarious thrill. It's the closest thing to hitting an intellectual. It isn't the same, but anyway. <laughs> so, at any rate, it's, uh, they usually come down with shotguns and warn the kids. It's, you know, uh, drop those beer bottles and come out of that phone booth. Right? <laughs> All of you. Right? <laughs> the Cocktail Nation.
Nation. Cocktail Nation. Nation Stereophonic Space Sound Unlimited and Escape from Flynn Castle also played Theodore Shapiro, Labour of Love and Mundell Lowe with Pattern of Evil. Just uh, over the weekend, I went along to a, a, a jazz venue and I wasn't too sure what to expect. I, I thought it was going to be in the bar of this, this big hotel, but it was actually in, in the function room. And it was quite a bizarre experience. The music was terrific. Like, the jazz was great. But... It was unlike most jazz things I've been to in that it was very much a sit down, eat food, be really, really quiet, except when you've got to clap various parts during a jazz performance, full of old people, just absolutely full of old people and, and very different to many of the things that I've been to where it's, you know, sort of like a uh, kind of like a middle-aged crowd. This was a, an ancient crowd. And look, like I said, the music was just terrific, but it was a really, really odd concert maybe you've been to one of these before but um yeah old people jazz concerts yeah i don't know i prefer a bar scenario i prefer the scenario where yeah you get to meet people you can talk while the music's on in the background you have to sit there and be quiet like an opera it was just really really odd don't think i'll be going back there anytime soon let's take a look at lounge life magazine of course your free magazine you can grab it and of course it's your free retro magazine as i come across various things i put them in the magazine you can check them out for free it's the cocktail nation lounge life magazine we've got the james bond car collection which is set to go under the hammer a documentary on elvis presley's 68 comeback special is coming our way and alfred hitchcock names his favorite movie one of his own movies of course we've got streaming a section of our magazine talking about the best marilyn monroe films and a 1964 jfk half dollar that you might find in your change jar or your your granny's collection it could be worth over nineteen thousand dollars for those stories and a whole lot more check out lounge life magazine here at the cocktail nation links via the website cocktailnation.net on the cocktail nation, Copé Goesdip. If Satan punishes bad people, 
doesn't that make him good? Very deep cocktail nation. Up into the sky I'll be here, I'll be there You'll see my shadow everywhere From the east to the west Take a ride with me, be my guest Can you wait, can you stay Until the cat comes out to play I'll be in seven places a time You're watching me leave As I arrive Through the night the day you can see me making my way for my love can't be enough for the goal for the game to the fire and into the flame i will pass while you sleep up to the sky and to the deep for the sun for the moon from midnight into the noon i will wait i will stay until the cat comes out to
Across North America, this is the Cocktail Nation. Thank you. 
Nation next to Ella there with Mareld, Don Tiki, Hot Like Lava, and Tom Gable with the cat on the Coxination. Lounge leader Coop Cooper with you. Do check out my Twitter feed. Simply head to Cocktail Nation. Same for the Instagram. And of course, uh, same for the Facebook page as well. Hi to Norman Waltz and Mark Rhodes, who wrote to me this week. Thank you so much for listening. A bit of news for you. The last Movie Stars series, directed by Ethan Hawke, is out right now. Very good. Uh, It covers Hollywood acting, creativity, relationships, and, of course, uh, an interesting one about the couple of uh, Paul Newman and Joan Woodward. And the series is available via HBO Max, so check that one out. It's called The Last Movie Stars. Martini Kings now, Girl from Ipanema on The Cocktail Nation. Cocktail Nation, broadcasting from the center of Sydney.
J'aime ta couleur café Tes cheveux café Ta gorge café J'aime quand pour moi tu danses Alors j'entends murmurer Tous tes bracelets Jolis bracelets À tes pieds ils se balancent Fou l'effet, l'effet que ça fait de te voir rouler. Ainsi des yeux et des hanches, si tu fais comme le café, rien qu'à m'énerver, rien qu'à m'exciter. Ce soir la nuit sera blanche. C'est comme le café Très vite passé Mais que veux-tu que j'y fasse On en a marre de café Et c'est terminé Pour tout oublier On attend que ça se tasse Quand 
destination. What a wonder lay there. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Of course, known for his distinctive staccato stuttering style, the mastery of the Hammond B3 organ, and on later recordings during live concert, a L series Hammond, if you know your uh, your organs. I came across something very, very interesting, which I put up on the uh, on the Cocktail Nation Facebook page. It's a picture of a new Timex watch, which is out there. And very, very simple picture of the watch. It's on a big billboard and says, Know the time without seeing you have 1,249 unanswered emails. As uh, many of you know from listening to this show, I love a mechanical watch. I actually tried an Apple Watch for a very brief period of time. I thought it'd be terrific for when I work out. But it just bugged me so much with the notifications. I know you can turn them off, but it just didn't grab me. So I, I passed it on to somebody else. I just love a mechanical watch. I don't need to see all the emails. I don't need to be constantly buzzed. That was the other thing that annoyed me. I'd be working out, my phone would start ringing. And my phone wasn't anywhere near me, but my watch was on me. And I'm seeing it going, should I take this call? Should I take this call? Just too many distractions. I feel like there's enough beeping distractions these days in life without putting one on your wrist. Anyway, that's my thought. Montgomery Brothers now with Grooveyard on the Cocktail Nation. It's the cock tail nation.
Hello there. The Cocktail Nation. Music for your bachelor pad. Nation Solitaire Miles, Born to be Blue Sessions with Nuages there. Next week on the show, Words with Wellesley. Gary Wells is back with another terrific book for you. I'm going to leave you with Piero Almelane and Mystery. Stay here.